All right then, hello podcast family, welcome to Let Hope Arise, episode, not one, not two, not five, not ten, episode 14, can you believe it, 14 of this weekly podcast and we hope that it continues to be a blessing. Uh, Really enjoyed this week's, Uh, I know I say that most weeks, but um, I really do feel that there is something significant, evolving, uh, yes, and we say it in the pod really we talk about the light being switched on yes and we hope that's the case so listen we um keep enjoying these things and uh, as like always, share recommend like share recommend sending your questions and um we'll just continue doing this and and mm. hopefully it will be a blessing so mm. uh without any further ado yes we're going to call this one episode 14 captivated Ooh. Ooh. All right then. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was a little bit away with fairies. There we go. Uh, so we're going to get into the word right now. And I've just been really blessed and encouraged with really the journey we've been going on and hearing the different bits of feedback from different people and, you know, people contributing on different WhatsApp groups, and which really shows us or is showing us that I think for all of us, ourselves included, the the light is going on mm-hmm. and we are endeavouring, endeavouring, endeavouring just to try and help us all um, see our relationship with God afresh mm. and try and see it through the lens of experience yeah. um, as opposed to tradition or theory. You know, mm. we joked last week, didn't we, about the five steps and the 21 keys and the whatever. And so we're just going to dig into that a little bit more today. And if you remember last week, we were talking about how God is pleased with us. Mm. Um, in fact, do you want to do a little recap of what we looked at last week? In- yes, we were looking at Jesus's baptism um, mm. and the fact that God um, affirmed him and approved of him and, and um, rent the heavens and... Hmm. shouted about how delighted he was with him way before Jesus had any, ever done anything of any significance. Hmm. So before his earthly ministry, God was already telling him or telling the world, this is my son whom I love and in whom I am I am well pleased, hmm. in whom is my delight or other translations say who gives me great joy. Oh my goodness. And um, I was just reminded of when Mark and I stand on the sidelines of our kids and just watch them do the things they love to do, whether or not the outcome is what any of us expect, we are so, we take such delight in them. We're so proud. We're so embarrassingly proud. And that's exactly what what God did with with Jesus and subsequently with every one of us. So Mm. yeah, it's just great to be reminded today of the fact that church family, Mm. God is overjoyed with you he's delighted in you Mm. he's proud of you he absolutely loves you to bits and it's not because of anything you've done he's not pleased with you Mm. he's pleased in you absolutely yeah and i think that whole thing about remember we talked about being pleased um uh, in us rather than with us is that whole whole difference between works and feeling like we deserve it as opposed to no he's pleased in us because Mm. of who we are we're Mm. his creation we're made in his image he's Mm. he's not embarrassed to call us 
son, Sons, daughter. That's, right. that's why we called it That's My Boy, That's My Girl. And, yes. And right on cue, here comes. <laughs> Here's one of our here fur babies. Adi. Remember in the old traditional churches when about halfway through the service, the man or the woman of God would just float in and would just sit down. Well, in this house, behold the bishop. Here is Bishop Aggie. Anything to say, Bishop Aggie? Anything to bestow amongst no, the people? she's just going to be nice and quiet, Excellent. You? All right. Who's a pretty girl? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, I may keep that in. I may not edit that out. Anyway, and so I want to read just a couple of scriptures today and, and, and take this whole thing a little bit further. So Hebrews 13 and verse 8 simply says this, that Jesus Christ is the same. Yes. Yesterday, today. Yes, he is. And forever. Yep. God never changes. That's right. He is the same yesterday, today, yep. and forever. I love it. It's one of the hymns, isn't it? Is it great? Is thy faithfulness? Yeah. One of my favourite lines yeah. in there is, as he has been, forever will be. Forever. He forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness. He does not change. Now, that's right. here is the thing. Um, he does not change, but this is how traditionally we've processed that. Mm. And I, I've, I'm, I've been as guilty as, as that as anybody. Um I've used the fact that God does not change, but I've applied it to how I view God. Yes. Um, my doctrinal positions. Yeah. This is right and this is wrong. And God is this and God is not that. And all of that has been framed by, if we're being honest, life experience. Mm. It's been framed by what we've been taught or who we've been told that God is yeah. and what God isn't. Yeah. And it's been framed through um, all sorts of things like that. <clears throat> but actually, here's, here's the reality, folks. Our God is too big to be explained in a moment. Right. And yeah. if your journey is anything like mine, the older I get, the more I walk with him, the more I look back on what I thought God was like and mm. I realise what I thought God was actually wasn't yeah. what God was. And yeah. I'm reminded of that time when Jesus had a conversation with the Pharisees and the Pharisees were listing their credentials and we do this and we do that and and talking about their lineage and and how God worked through Israel in the Old Testament the Pharisees were 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 boasting in that if, if you like and, and Jesus actually said to them listen I never knew you mm. and it, it's amazing how we often attribute God's unchanging nature yeah to what we think he can do his ability yes. when actually the fact that he does not change doesn't doesn't apply to what he does or what he doesn't do. it applies to the fact that he as an individual he mm. as i know god's not a person but he as a, as a being he by nature yeah. he does not change and i can i just jump yeah. in um one of the things that i'm um, sort of delighted with, if you like, and uh, enjoying about this phase. Well, I, I think Mark and I are um, having a bit of a, a spiritual evolution um, when it comes to our perceptions of God and um, and who he is. And it goes back to the fact that my primary um, knowledge of him right now is not coming through anybody else or anything else um, whether that be great teaching in church or whether mm. that be um, group prayer times or whether that be um, uh, you know parental 
uh, lead or whatever it is my my primary knowledge of god right now is is me and him mm. um and my greatest desire i was saying this to mark this morning my greatest desire is and my greatest my everyday question mm. is lord show me yourself show me who you are and it's a bit like when um you first you enter into a new relationship um I suppose a romantic one more than more than any other kind particularly but there is so much to discover about that person that you've just met that you feel hey, uh, hey. hey. that's the male <laughs> so it turns out the bishop did have something to say <laughs> I know all the wrong moments the bishop was was issuing a rebuke so yes <laughs> It's like those that that season of life, and it it can happen many times over, can't it? When you meet somebody and and you are on a journey of discovery about that person, and the and the the delight of our Christian walk, and I think this is something I feel really provoked about at the minute, is that I don't know everything about God that there mm. is to know, and I'm quite happy to hold my hands up and say that, um, because not as a not as a wife or a mum or a or a pastor or a friend or anything else. Um, I am discovering God as Hannah and mm, I'm absolutely just loving that element of of my relationship right now my if you like my love walk with God is, is entirely based on what he what he chooses to show me and so I would in, that's my encouragement I suppose to us as a church family in this next week is Lord show us show us your face show us who you are reveal yourself through your word lord reveal yourself as i worship or as i walk or as i wash you know all those different things i've talked about before but just that deep desire i have a deep desire to know the the unfathomable depths of who he is and to keep knowing and to keep yeah. understanding and keep discovering so he does not change yes not based on our understanding of him mm. but based on his nature that's right um just bear with me one second so then this is turning out to be one of those recordings <laughs> where you know when you're preaching and everybody keeps getting out of their chairs and going into the foyer and coming back but anyway so god does not change that's right not based on our understanding of him because yes. our understanding of him is yes is minuscule yeah but he does not change by nature then also in hebrews 13 in verse 5 it says that um i will it, never leave you he says i will never leave you yeah he himself said this mm. i will never leave you yeah nor forsake you i yes. don't know if you've got a, a yeah. translation translation queen on that <laughs> i love this i'll never leave you this is the passion mm. or i'll never leave you alone never and I will not loosen my grip on your life. I, I just love that. And mm. we were we were chatting, weren't we, about the fact that um, it's still so common, isn't it, for us as as just it's human nature to feel rubbish about yourself mm. from time to time, or to do something, to make a choice, to to act in a particular way, and then you feel like, well, surely your own your own mind tells you surely god isn't mm. going to love me like that anymore surely his grace doesn't extend that far surely um you know he's um th there's a standard by which i have to live and so I'll, I'll potter off and i'll get my life right don't we find that in cycles in church and then, all the and time and then we use terms like this and i'll come back to god yeah absolutely <laughs> but actually it says here irrespective of our decision of our our um 
it's a it's a misunderstanding this mm. scripture tells us god himself says i will never loosen my grip on your life mm. so in a sense the choice isn't ours to go away and come back because if if what god says is true then the grip he has on us is with us when we're right there in the center of things feeling fantastically holy and brilliant and like we're doing everything right but he's also right there his grip is still as strong in the midst of our wandering off to get our lives sorted out when we've mucked it up mm. he is he is always there mm. and we were we were talking weren't we about the fact that um this, this relationship that we have with him isn't um, the, the, the closest analogy that we have as people, as human beings, the closest understanding Hold we're ever going to get. Hold that thought. Oh. Okay. Hold that thought. Because we're going to get there because it, it's exactly right. But here's what I, I want to just keep the thread before we get to, because what she was about to say is exactly where we're going. So our understanding of him, uh, so God does not change. That's right. Um, it's just our understanding that gets greater. Absolutely. Um he will never leave us. That's right. So he's always there and he never changes yes. in that. Yeah. And then in Psalm 139, I love this. Um, he then, I'm just going to read from verse seven. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? Mm. This was written in the Old Testament. This is David, by the mm. way. If I ascend into heaven, you're there. We, yes. don't, we, we don't generally have a problem with that. And then he says, and if I make my bed in hell, behold, you are still there. Mm. Now, I know different people think different things about what he just said. But anyway, listen, we'll leave that for one moment. But And if I, if I take the wings of the morning and mm. dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me mm. and your right hand shall hold me. Mm. We know Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. And so Jesus will hold you. And we know yes. that we're in him and he's in us and Jesus is there. And and if I say, surely the darkness shall fall on mm. me, even the night shall be light about me. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you, but the night shines as the day and the darkness and the light, they are both alike to you. Notice mm. he does not change. Mm. He's always there. Yeah. And even if you wanted to, you could not flee from him or get away from him, which is That's what right. Hannah was just talking about, yeah. this whole misunderstanding mm. about going away from and, mm. and feeling embarrassed and feeling ashamed of. And surely God wouldn't want to be, how be could, associated. Like we're saying, like, how could God be pleased with somebody like me for all my flaws and all my inconsistencies and all my imperfections? Yeah. And yet, the God who does not change, mm. He's trying to get us to understand mm. that no matter what life throws at us, no matter how we perform or don't perform mm. in our in our essence, because it's His essence. Yes, He's pleased with us. That's right. And yet, religion so often shames us of mm. it. Now, this week I was sent a question on WhatsApp and it's a really good question, just a, a quick WhatsApp and, and, it, and it said this. Um, is it possible to feel closer to God? Or is that a right thing to say? Is that a yeah. question? Or is, is, it right? is, it, is, is that it, concept right? Is it right to feel closer to God? Mm -hmm. And that, that made me think because on the one hand, that's a question that, that um, you and I have often had to address and grapple within our own lives because the reality is there are times when we feel close you know those times when you pray your prayers and you get an answer within 30 seconds and 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 you you I don't know you pray for people and breakthroughs happen and 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 you apply for a job and you get it and all that good stuff, all that and, good stuff. Uh, and then and, and in those moments we feel like we are walking in 
tandem with him and, mm. and, and it's going amazingly. And then there are other times, if we're all being honest, where God just mm. feels like he's a million miles away from us. In mm. fact, if we're being honest, there are times when sometimes we just have to wonder, well, is God real? Um, mm. What was it all about? What is it all about? And in life, through ups and downs, we have those, mm. it's that roller coaster ride. Yeah, um, and so we use that terminology about, uh, you know, as a nation, we talk about we've got to come back to God. We've got to get close to God as individuals. We, we've we got to make sure that God's at the center mm. of our marriage and we're going to build this family uh, on godly principles. And and the more I think about that, the, the more I think, based on what we just read, well, can, can we? Is it possible to get any closer to somebody who he said, said, he'll never loosen his grip. I'll never leave you. Mm. I'm always there. And I will not change. Mm. How can you get any closer mm. than that? Mm. And so that then brings us onto what Hannah was going to say. And just talk about that analogy. And... Yeah, I was just thinking um, that the the closest thing that we have, or the closest thing I can identify with in terms of the relationship that God has with us, is is as a married person. Um, and so the fact is, Mark and I are married, and nothing will ever change that because we're married. So um, our covenant stands and our legal papers stand and all that kind of stuff. But there are times... I do not change. Here's the mark who changes that. She cannot flee from my presence. <laughs> and I don't think I've discovered everything there is to know about him yet either. But I'll, I'll let you know about that one as time goes by. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's that whole sense of there are times in our, in our married life when um, because of the time that we spend together and the conversations we have and the opportunities we share and the, and the memories we make and all that good stuff, my sense of feeling closer to Mark is heightened. And there are also times when I feel like we are living parallel lives in the same house. Mm. So so in real terms, the fact that we're married hasn't changed, mm. but the sense in which I enjoy and appreciate that marriage, that relationship does change because of how much we are both investing in it. Mm. So it's not, I never doubt the fact that Mark loves me or that when he said I do, he meant it forever and ever. Um, or that we will always be together. I don't ever doubt any of those things. But what does change is, is our um, our delight in one another, really. And the amazing thing, the, this, the difference with, with God, actually, because we are fallible people, is that, um, and I'm not saying this about you, my darling, but um, God is always delighted to see me and his mm. opinion of me never changes mm. and his desire to be with me is always 100% and um, he will never loosen his grip. He'll never abandon me. He's he's always got time for me. Um, and so that can feel different mm. as spouses because sometimes you're, you know, you're fatigued for whatever reason, but it's just a delight. And, and I think there's, I think there's a, isn't it like it's, mm. every time I think about it, I just think, gosh, I can really transpose that into my relationship with Jesus. Like we've just been talking about, um, his nature is unfathomable and there's always something to be discovered. It's the same with any human relationship. There's always something to know about the other person, but mm. we, we, we flow and change over the course of time as well. Mm. You know, as individuals, I'm not the same woman that Mark married because I've changed. Mm. And in terms of my, my relationship, my journey with God, I've changed. So the way in which I know him 
um, he knows everything about me, but the way in which I know and understand and, and love him is different now than it was five, 10, 15, 20 years mm. ago when I first um, decided, Lord, I, yeah, I recognize who you are in my life at the age, tender age of six. Um, it's been a, it's been a vibrant journey ever since then. But what's, I think it's important to bring, just um, clarify something because we're saying God doesn't change, but now we're just saying we have changed. Yeah. But actually what's, what's changed about us as individuals really is it's the maturing process. Yeah. It's the growing up. Mm. But the essence of who Hannah is yeah. hasn't changed. Mm. The essence of the fact that we are married mm. hasn't changed. Mm. And, and to bring it back to everything that we've been talking about, this is what we're saying. It's, it's to get to the place where if God never leaves us and God never changes mm. and he's the same yesterday, today and forever, mm. this whole thing about, oh, I want to get closer to him. Actually, mm. it's a misnomer. What needs to happen is... Just like in the marriage situation, I have a choice to either embrace to know and be known a close relationship with my wife, yeah, or yeah, to maintain a distant relationship yeah. with my wife. But what yeah. does not change is we are married, mm. and it's the same with with our walk with God, mm. and He. It's our choice to get to know Him better mm. and to mature mm. and to. And to walk in him, yeah, just as much as it's our choice, and sometimes it's not a, it's not a, um, it's not a made choice. It's mm. not a, it's not a, it's not a choice that we make on purpose. Sometimes it's just we don't know any better. But again, just as much as it's our choice to mm. walk distant and unattached or detached from him. But what does not change is that all the while mm. he is there. Mm. He is he here. Is. Yeah. He is. And no matter what we do or what we don't yeah. do, yeah, that's no right. matter how much we engage or we disengage, yeah. he has promised to always be there. Yes. And so I suppose my prayer for all of us this week is this, is that we do not be like Jacob. Yes. Again, in the Old Testament, who was who was at that place where he woke up that, that morning after having those dreams and those visions in, uh, and he woke up and he said this, he said, surely God was in this place mm. and yet I and yet I didn't have a clue. Mm. I didn't perceive it. Mm. And that's the journey that we're on, mm. folks. For all the yay and again I say yays and for all the five steps and the one steps and the 25 keys... And for all the advice and the and the teaching and all the things that are mm. helpful and they do help, mm. none of them will ever replace what happens when you see him, when I see him yes. as he is. Yeah, that's right. And we'll never see him as he is totally, yeah. because he'll always just reveal. Yeah. And when he does that, he's not he's not disavowing or or, or disenfranchising what he what he was before because he doesn't change, but he's just revealing mm. some more aspects of who he is but that's my prayer that mm. we become aware really of yes. the reality yeah. of what's in us yes because god ain't going nowhere that's right he's there to stay he's in you to stay yes even if you think you've backslid yeah. <laughs> well he ain't sliding out of your life he's always that's there right. he's, he's he has promised and he will never check because that's, that's right. his nature that's right if he was to take you and i at some of our decisions then he'd be denying who he is mm. because even when we are faithless, mm. he remains faithful. faithful. That's right. And so, yeah. Can I just jump mm. in that um, 
the prophet Isaiah said, my eyes, I'm ruined yeah. for anything less because my eyes have seen the Lord. And there was, um, there was such a... Ooh, I'm reminded of that song that we used to sing. What? I see the Lord <laughs> seated <laughs> on the cloud. Exalted. Oh, we've just had anyway. a time of worship. <laughs> the, oh my goodness, when God reveals himself to us, you are, there is a hunger, there is a deep desire, which is nothing to do with anything you or I have created. It's because our eyes have seen who he is. And like Isaiah, I'm ruined for anything less. And so that's my prayer, that we, we, um, we see God yeah. because everything that follows that comes as the as the hunger of somebody who's fallen in love. And if you think about when you first date um, whoever it is you're dating, and you can't wait to, you just your life is completely preoccupied with the next time you see them, what you're going to wear, where you're going to go, how they might be doing. You send texts back and forth during the day. You ring them every day after work. You you make them your priority because you are, you've fallen in love. And that's what As happens. opposed to sometimes 30 years into marriage and the, <laughs> the wife's been gone three weeks and you didn't even notice. <laughs> oh, where have you been? Yeah. But yeah, that's it. It's that same sense. And again, it just... I'm, I'm so grateful that God has given us some form of, of, uh, of picture uh, as humanity, as, as just normal everyday people, that this is what our relationship with him is like. It's that of two, two individuals who are absolutely head over heels for each other because he's always been head over heels for you. So my prayer in the name of Jesus mm. this week, Father as Hope Church, but not as a company of people, but as individuals. Yeah. Lord, that at whatever point it is during the week, as we take time out with you, or even as we don't, Lord, even as we're pottering around doing whatever it is that we're committed to, you would just arrest us. Lord, you would reveal something of yourself to our spirits, to our hearts and our minds, mm. which captivate us. We are a captivated people. Mm. Lord, we are captivated by you. We are captivated by your love and your generosity mm. and your peace and your desire to do us good. Yeah. Lord, we are captivated by your forgiveness and the way that you cherish us and you've created us. Lord, we are just like when we look at our own children, and we see ourselves in them. Lord, we are captivated by our sonship in mm. you. Lord, we so want to see you face to face. So this week, God, would yeah. you just break in yeah. to every single person's life and speak to them and remind them that it is well. Mm. But Father, like the deer pants for streams of living water, so our souls cry out for you. And we are a living epistle. We are a billboard for your goodness and your hope and your glory in this season of life together mm. in jesus name amen, amen.